0: So, so thankful I've got such a peace in my heart because you know, with so much, we live in such an information age. Ch- kids can be dismissed. Did we already say that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, a uh, children's, uh, yes, children's leader. Um, with Daniel, the book of Daniel even talks about how <clears throat> in the end time generation, information is going to fly back and forth, it's going to be just a plethora of opportunities to, to see and get information. And so amidst all the information, what is God saying? And so I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm in my wheelhouse today because I believe the Lord has really show, put certain things on my heart to share that are from, I believe, from Him. And so that, that kind of helps me with my simple mind a little bit. No, this, is, this is what I'm supposed to say. So I've got notes. If you don't have the notes, it will really help you. To follow along, raise your hand and we'll get them to you. And you can study them later as well if I don't cover everything. As that's being handed out, we've got them across the room. Thank you, Usherette. Um, uh, before I, the service, just a few minutes before worship began, I had this picture. Anybody remember Let's Make a Deal with Monty Hall, okay? That's the one where they say door, you pick door number one, door number two, door number three. And I felt like I heard the Lord say that in my heart. There are three doors, each of them with 2020 over them. And so there are three passages of scripture: Acts 2020, 20, 20, Matthew 2020, Second 20, 2 Chronicles 2020. 20. And I felt like the Lord spoke in my heart, pick a door. Pick a door. Acts 20.20, it's all Bible, amen? Acts 20.20 is a great verse. It talks about speak, proclaiming, and speaking, gathering together publicly and house to house. And that's, you know, that's important, especially during this time that we meet together. So there's a truth there. But I didn't feel led to pick that door as the now moment. Matthew 20.20 is an interesting passage where the mother of the sons of Zebedee asked Jesus for something really kind of unsanctioned. Jesus is like, you know, that's really, she was like, can you make sure my sons get a lot of accolade, you know, when they get to heaven? But then 2 Chronicles 20.20 is the door I'm picking it's the door our church is picking, and I'll get into a little more detail in a little bit, but Second Chronicles 20, verse 20, is Jehoshaphat. In uh, the wilderness, as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. So to the light we have, we say, I believe the prophets. And I've been getting blessed even this morning at how the Lord has such pleasure in his heart when his people say yes to the light they've been given. I don't have all light on all this, but he loves my yes. And I am honored to be among a people and a church that has a yes in their heart, huge yes to what the Lord is saying and what the Lord is doing. And so I want to begin with that. And so I just want to let you know, cat out of the bag, we're choosing 2 Chronicles 2020 20 in this church to believe that the Lord has things in his heart for good government. The Lord is still has a burning passion to see. Revival come to America to see good government established in our nation. But I want to start today with some good news. Some good news uh, about the last three months. Um, Got a couple of video, a couple things to look at here. But uh, these months, of course, before the election have been tumultuous. And for sure at the same time, but there's been amazing things that have been happening. We've seen God move mightily in this church, in this region. And we have made a calculated decision as a church to go for it. To, as the phrase, leave it all on the field in prayer, and fasting. I'm looking out at so many of you, you know, I think a couple of y'all, y'all went all 24 hours basically, got a hotel next to the Capitol building, and just talk about going for it. You, We've gone for it for eight weeks. We took a week off because of... The, some COVID stuff, and but eight weeks of swing state sets where we picked a state and we, we prayed for the church, for the family, and for the government in that state. Um, and And I've been, you know, basically we've been contending for what's in God's heart for our nation to be, to come to pass. Because we want to line up with his heart for godly policies that will promote what our documents say life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Do, uh, policies that will promote the well-being of Israel. For favor on Israel. We chose not to be silent. This in the Hebrew calendar is the year of the teeth. And so we we kind of felt that word. Now let's show our teeth. Let's Let's speak up and show up. In love, of course, but let's do that. And so... I believe the Lord has been touched by it and I think we've seen a lot of really, really neat things happen in the last few weeks. And um, I want to just say this, show this video in just a moment from the 24 hours of of prayer at the east gate of the the state capitol in which we had worship and prayer teams come from all over the state on their own dime, from Amarillo, from San Antonio, from uh, East Texas, Longview. Even uh, one of the main worship leaders from the International House of Prayer of Kansas City came down to lead, lead a set, and I'm probably missing other areas. El Paso, wow. McKinney, yes. Now this group, Malia House of Prayer, it's, they came on their own dime because they love our nation. They love our state. They want to see an open heaven. In fact, so much of that 24 hours of prayer, I kind of moved my little prayer room desk out there under the trees and the grass. And I was hanging out, man. It was great. Um, but I won't go into other detail. I had other interesting things. But, uh, but, uh, but they, they, were, they weren't so much political prayers. They were prayers for an open heaven. How many of you want to see God rend the heavens and pour out? I mean, I loved it. And you know, there's this combination, deadly to the devil, this deadly combination of worship and prayer going up was amazing. So there's this guy. I mean, this guy is a is a, a bro. All right. This guy is, is jacked. His name's Rui. I guess is that Ruiz? I don't know. Rui. I just want to play about 20 seconds of this of this prayer because I want, want us to agree with this. If we can crank it up I don't know if you can crank up the volume but here we go. This, this is some good news. We're starting out with some good testimony here. And it's muted, okay? Father, we thank you for an open heaven over Austin. Oh, yeah, Lord. Father, we thank you for an open heaven of oh God over this region, over this state today. hungry church in Austin. We thank you that there's a hungry church That off. He, can turn that off. he just said just a little longer. So Lord, we just linger a little longer over this. We thank you that we can come before you by the blood of Jesus. We have access before your throne, your throne of grace to find mercy and help in time of need. We thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. few other testimonies just in the past week that again these are these are things God's been doing in the midst of so much uh, tumult and conflict this is Friday morning at 7:15 a.m that's uh, Micah who goes to this church leading worship and there are uh, Kyle wrote this it's a group that Kyle Leads along with students there at Lake Travis. It's, um, so I want you to hear this before I play this video. This just happened Friday morning. Right here, you know, at Lake Travis. High school students just right down the road at Hill Country Indoor. He says, all the foundations. This is his post, Kyle's post. So true. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. Psalm 82, 5. All the foundations of this earth and its systems are wildly unstable. And so much of that reality has been, is being, and will be more exposed in the weeks and months to come. This morning, he writes for Friday morning, 30 plus freshman young men invested their hearts and sowed their voices into the only Stable foundation that will ever exist. The rock of Jesus love, the rock of his presence, and the rock of his word. Let's look, let's let's watch this and celebrate this. This is revival right here. Sloan, thank you so much. Well, I thanked you by faith. And when you get it going, I'll, I'm going to move on to the next one. Oh, no, here we go. Hey, that's a good song. And I will my life. Amen. Let's learn from that. Let's sow into the unshakable kingdom. Another one, a college student at the 24 hours of the Capitol had a... Uh, A heart rate, because there was such a tangible presence of the peace of God, they were there worshiping and praying. They had, it says, of course, fun story, I have really bad heart rate issues, and my resting heart rate is usually around 90. And my watch was going off yesterday asking if I was okay, because my heart rate was 59. That's the lowest it has ever been in over two years. Tangible, shalom presence of the Lord at the Capitol building. Amazing. Amazing. Let's give God a hand. I mean, He is doing things. And see, if we look at what's, if we look at all the news that can get we can let discouragement take us down, but there's so much good to look at and to be built up with. and it's so good to be around people who are, who are gossiping the gospel who are talking about the kingdom and being built up. Third and finally, one lady came up to the mic to pray at the 24-hour time, and she, she's precious. She felt the Lord guided her to pray three days a week at that east gate, that very place, for revival to come. To If I'm wrong, you know, y'all can. I'm right. Okay, good. Thank you. Fact checkers, right? Fact check. Okay. Um, to God... To God <laughs> to pray for revival to come to Austin and to the state. She had like a dream or a vision a few weeks ago of all these intercessors and worshipers waving flags at that gate. And then she comes during our prayer set and sees people waving flags, that, uh, that flag with the pine tree appeal to heaven, you know, and uh, all that, you know, uh, that she was watched it. She's like, this is what I saw a few weeks ago. And these were the dreams in God's heart for our capital, for our state. There would be a worshiping, warring people. She gets up to the mic and says, this is God's field of dreams. That God have a people that will do that. So, amen. Good news, good news. Paragraph B at this time, after election day. I believe the Lord put on my heart three responses for his church. God is so into how we respond to things. There's so many things that happen that he's watching our response more than anything else. And so there are three responses I believe the Lord's put on my heart to share with us, and they're in those notes but I want to just say there are two different verses, Luke 21 and 2 Thessalonians 1, 11, that talk about having worthy responses to God when things happen. Luke 21, Jesus says, Pray always that you would have worthy responses so that you will, will escape the snares that are coming on the whole earth. I want to escape the bad stuff. It's based on my responses. And then in First Thessalonians 1, it says, pray that you'll have worthy responses. Pray always for this. How many times does the church pray always for these things? Not that much that I see. So I've been convicted. Pray always that for worthy responses so that you can enter in to all of the will of God, to all of his good pleasures. And so these are three responses that I believe God is calling us to uh, have in this hour. First one is keep fighting the good fight of faith. Second, keep shining like the stars. We'll look at these verses in a minute. And third, keep loving. Keep loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and then you can love your neighbor. Keep loving your neighbor as yourself. I said the present continuous action, because I believe we're already doing these things. But the Lord's saying, keep, keep fighting, keep shining, and keep loving. First of all, keep fighting. First Timothy 6.12, Paul tells Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. We talked about this at men's breakfast yesterday. That in boxing, the, there are commissions, the WBC, World Boxing Commission, WBO, World Boxing Association. When there's a championship fight, they call it a sanctioned fight. There are sanctioned fights by the Holy Spirit that the church is to engage in. And there are unsanctioned fights that Christians, we all get into, Many times where we are not wanting to, those aren't the good fight. Fighting with your spouse, fighting, you know, with dumb stuff on social media that's wasting whatever. But be wise, you know, speak up, but there are sanctioned fights and unsanctioned fights. Little paragraph A there, we don't fight people, we fight spiritual forces of wickedness. Ephesians 6.12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against forces of darkness. But it's a real fight. In fact, it's not a long-distance fight. When you wrestle, it's right there. We don't just fight by Zoom call. Well, I'm just going to fight. Yay, go, or video game fight. We fight right there. We get in the fray. There are demonic forces, paragraph B, at work that the church must deal with. At work in our nation, at work in our families, our region. We can't just have revival without speaking up and praying against evil. That's a sanctioned fight is to fight the good fight of faith against spiritual forces of wickedness. I stopped this morning. I got this thing about, okay, we, we, we are fighting in prayer and worship to see revival, see a third great awakening come to our nation. And I thought about the word revival. If you were to spell it out, the word evil is in the word revival. R E V I. And then skip two letters, L. Evil is in that word, revival, and the two two letters in between. I, I wish I could write it up on a whiteboard, uh, like Carl Rove or something. You know, v, the V A uh, felt like the Lord put in my heart this morning. Vocal, always in the midst of evil. In the middle of the word evil, now I think five, I mean half of you went, where's he going with this? But, you know, picture hangman or something, you know, the letters. V-A, be vocal always in prayer, in worship, in speaking the truth in love, in the middle of the backdrop of evil, and then you will see revival. The road to revival must encounter on the way The church dealing and defeating evil. William Wilberforce, amen. Let's clap for that one, yeah. That's who we are. That's fighting the good fight of faith. William Wilberforce in England fought against slavery. The church, he was a Christian. He could have just stayed back and said, Lord, send revival. But sending revival entailed dealing with social injustice that was going on, with corruption, with what was happening. These are sanctioned fights when we're vocal always. Fighting in prayer for the unborn, for the Jewish people, for people to come to salvation, for deliverance for the oppressed, for feeding the poor, for biblical truth. Fight for biblical truth, for when there's heresy, do- wrong doctor, we must fight. The good fight. These are all good fights. These are fights worth fighting. Little B, paragraph little B. The good fight of faith involves praying and worshiping for good government in our nation. Matthew eleven twelve. 12. You say, why are we fighting? We're supposed to be nice Christians. It says, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. Matthew 11, verse 12. That means it allows for a violent conflict to take place, and the violent take it by force. I would say this, we demonstrate a love for Jesus when we're willing to engage in violent conflict to see the kingdom of God come to our family, to our world. Little c there, a prayer I believe the Lord impressed on me. This this fight also, I want to say this, this fight also involves fighting in prayer for corruption to be exposed wherever it exists in our government. I'm not just on one side. Oh, there's corruption. Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. So this is a nonpartisan charge for us to say, Lord, shine your light and expose corruption in our government, so that that can help pave the way to revival. Do y'all follow my thinking there? And I I felt like the Lord gave me a prayer a couple mornings ago. We want the whole truth, nothing but the truth, dot, dot, dot. So help us, God. And so I've been singing it around. We want the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help us, God. That's horrible singing. But, I, but I, we want the whole truth. Why don't we say that if you're going to say it with me? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's declare it. Say it after me. We want, we want the whole, truth, the whole truth. Nothing the truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us, God. So help us God. We, want we want the whole, truth, the whole truth. Nothing the truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us, God. So help us God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Mm. I'll say this about that too. That is said, we already just did what I was going to say to do. That is said in the courtrooms of our land. When a witness takes the stand, the bailiff has them put their hand on the Bible. At least they did in Perry Mason days. I'm hoping they still do that. Uh, Put their hand on the Bible, put their hand up and say, Do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth? So help you, God. They say, I do. I felt the Lord calling us, calling the church to go before the courts of heaven in prayer and say, We want the whole truth, nothing but the truth. So help us, God. King Jesus, Judge Jesus, we come before you and call that out. D, we're keeping fighting in prayer, these are sanctioned fights. For the third great awakening. Thank you, Lord. Awakening. Remove the slumbering spirit on the church. Remove the slumbering spirit on the woke generation. This is a prayer I pray. These are prayers. I ask the Holy Spirit, what are you praying? Because at least he helps me. Then I have little prayers. Lord, awaken the woke to the purposes and kingdom of God. Cause the woke to awaken to Jesus Christ and His saving grace. Paragraph B, Big B. This is where I want to, well, we're good on time. So, the story of Eliezer is an encouraging picture for us to keep fighting. We're under three things fight, shine, love. Eliezer was one of David's mighty men in 2 Samuel 23. 9 and 10, I felt like this would really be an encouragement for us. And after him, talking about the David mighty men, after this other mighty man named Adino, was Eleazar, the son of Dodo, the Ahohite, one of the three mighty men with David when they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle. And the men of Israel had retreated. He arose, when the men of Israel retreated, Eliezer arose and attacked the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand stuck to the sword. Kyle, can you go in the door? And There's that metal pole right next to inside. I forgot to bring that out. He arose and attacked the Philistines until his hand was weary and his hand stuck to his sword. The Lord brought about a great victory that day. And the people returned after him only to plunder. So the people who ran away, they get to come back and get the stuff. So this is my sword. It is politically correct and not violent looking. <laughs> this was actually, uh, I, was, I had the sukkah at my house, the Feast of Tabernacles, and I forgot to put this pole in the bag. But so here's, here's Eliezer. The Philistines were enemies of Israel in around 1200 B.C. to 1000 B.C., they lived on the coast of the Mediterranean, where modern-day Tel Aviv. I'm going to start using this to point, but all right, where uh, where Tel Aviv is now, and all the way down that coast, Ashdod, Ashkelon, Gath is over there. So it's west of Jerusalem, and it is, uh, and so they were really close to the Israelites, and they would defy them, they would fight them, they would try to take their territory. They were um, outnumbered vastly the Israelites. They had better ability to forge steel, iron, so they had better weapons and chariots. So they, you know, they looked intimidating to the Israelites. David in, in, thousand, in 1000 BC defeated them, and then they began to dwindle in their power, get overtaken by the Babylonians and, and whatnot. But during that time, where they were really harassing the Israelites. If you remember David, David and Goliath. David fought against Goliath, who was a Philistine with a huge, huge spear. Okay. So this is another account where Eliezer is facing a massive group of Philistines. It doesn't say how many he defeated. The guy before before Eleazar had defeat, his name was Adino the Esnite. Now that's a cooler name than Dodo the Ahohite. All right, so if you'd rather be Dino or Dodo, but Eleazar owned the name, he's like, all right. He took his sword, and it says he kept swinging. He kept swinging. He kept fighting. Even when the people around him left him. It's like if y'all remember uh, Braveheart, William Wallace, these other clans of Scotland, they backed out. He thought they were gonna help fight him, fight with him. So they fled for safety. Eleazar arose and pursued and fought. And he kept going in the fight. Until the Lord won a great victory. Do you know what Eliezer's name is in Hebrew? Say it. God has helped. His very name was, I need your help, God. We need your help. We want the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. So help us, God. That's the kind of spirit that I believe God is gracing us with, is this Eliezer spirit who fought so hard, it says his fingers clung to the sword. And he couldn't, like, open his fingers. Like, the first case of carpal tunnel syndrome <laughs> for, for the fight. I mean, you fight so hard, you're like, pry my fingers off. The sword. What's the sword? The word of God. What's the sword? It's the prophetic words. What's the sword? The word of God coming out of our mouth. Keep swinging, keep clinging, keep speaking, keep declaring. God's got things in his heart for our nation and for our family and for our reason. We want to step into his heart and he's waiting for agreement. And, you know, it doesn't say Eliezer won a great victory. It says the Lord won a great victory. So everything we do, there's a scripture in the New Testament, is of him, through him, and to him are all things. Of him, it's his idea for us to get in these good sanctioned fights. The power to be victorious is through him. And guess who gets the glory? All the glory goes to him. And that's why we're in it. This is a good fight. It's worthy of fighting the good fight. You know, I don't even have, an, I don't have a, a third gear. Like I have fourth, I have overdrive and I have take, take a rest and take a Sabbath. <laughs> and I'm around people like that. I was talking with Hyde. It's like, Hyde, you've been here 20, 20, 24 hours. I mean, you've been here 18 hours. Aren't you going to go home? He's like, now, I figure if you commit for 24 hours, you just commit for 24 hours. And I'm like, all right, I'm totally convicted. I'm heading home, and you're still. But, you know, anyway, it was that kind of the gear in my spirit is is all, all for it. So, all right, I got I to gotta speed up and get this out of my and All right. Um, all right. Um, amen. Let's. Oh, Matthew Henry's commentary. I don't think I put it in your notes, but man, I got to read it. Did I? Oh, good. Talking about, it's a commentary on Eliezer. His hand was weary, and yet it clave to his sword. As long as he had enough strength remaining, he held his weapon and followed his blow. Thus, in the service of God, we should keep up the willingness and resolution of the Spirit Notwithstanding the weakness and weariness of the flesh. Faint, yet pursuing. The hand weary, yet not quitting the sword. Judges 8, 4. Wow, I discovered. I didn't know this was in the Bible. I I was like, Easter egg. Whoa. What? And Gideon came to the Jordan and crossed over, he and the 300 men who were with him, exhausted yet pursuing. Wow. It's God's plan that we get exhausted, so we ask and call out for the strength from heaven. Yes. When you get exhausted, it's, it's his invitation into his strength. So where are you, where are you, where are you weary right now in a battle? I'm exhausted. God's got I got a door. Open that door now for my strength. Romans 12, 9. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. That's what it says. There's clinging again. Hebrews 4 12, the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than a two-edged sword. Number two, Roman numeral two, and I'll start to. Get this wrapped up. Keep shining. Keep shining. It is such a temptation for so much of the church right now to look at the darkness in our nation and crumple. But I really hear the Lord saying, No, church. When the darkness gets darker, this is your chance to shine brighter and brighter. And brighter, because when you go to a jeweler and they display diamonds, they put them on the backdrop of black velvet to highlight the, the refraction of the light and the beauty and the shining nature of those diamonds. So when the darkness gets darker, we don't wanna see the darkness get darker, but we say in our spirit, well, it's my time to shine, it's not my time to retreat my time to shine the light of Jesus, to reflect his light. So it's an opportunity to shine like the stars. Daniel, those verses are in there. I won't go through each one, but it says, Daniel twelve three. those who are wise shall shine like the bright. I want to be wise. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Isaiah sixty one through 3, talks about deep darkness covering the earth. But it says, arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is written upon you. The Lord will arise over you. His glory will be seen upon you. All that same theme of keep shining and now shine more than ever. I hope that encourages you. Because that's a legitimate biblical way to be encouraged right now. Let's respond by saying, all right, there are lost people who need to see the gospel of Jesus. There are poor people who need to be fed and be shown the love of Jesus. Now, more than ever, is our opportunity to shine, to to demonstrate who Jesus is, to lay hands on the sick, to share our testimony, to invite the lost to come and know Jesus. So many ways we can rise and shine and be a witness for Jesus. Roman numeral three. I I saved the, what is it, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. I saved the last as the most important. Because it's the first and great commandment. Always, always, always put on love and choose to love. It will stand out in our world in this hour. There's so much hate. There's so much tearing down. Now, sometimes love, it's not like love isn't acquiescing to all the junk, but it's love. The first and great commandment, keep loving the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Then you will have the fuel, the anointing, the compassion to love your neighbor as yourself. Love God, love people, keep loving them. I put this, these little phrases came in my heart. Don't defriend, even if they want to defund. Don't reject, even if they don't respect. When you have the love of God in your heart, you will keep loving, even when there's sharp disagreement. Because That's what we're called to do. It's because that's who he is. Got real quiet in here, but I'm going to go on. (laughs) No, yeah, I know you're there. Romans 5 5. Rachel, if y'all could come up. Keep fighting, sanctioned fights. Keep shining amidst the darkness. Keep loving. Always love. Romans 5.5 5 says the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given us. So I'm talking about asking the Holy Spirit to anoint us and baptize us with fresh love from, uh, from the Lord. It's like my love, my little tank of, of Glenn love is like so, in, you know, incompetent. I have to have the, ask the Lord to fill me with his love. I, uh, Acts 1:8 says, "You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the other uttermost parts of the earth. I believe the Lord today wants us to respond by asking for a, a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptize means to be immersed you have the Holy Spirit in you if you know Jesus but I'm asking today for, for me a fresh coming upon a baptism of the Holy Spirit with courage to fight the good fight with power to be a witness so I can shine And with love, so I can love. If you, if you're, uh, would you stand up if you would right now? Let's, if you would agree with that, say I want to be courageous and fight the good fight of faith. You need a baptism of courage. I'll just tell you what you need because I know I need it. I think it's just universal. (laughs) If you want, if you want to be baptized with fresh courage so David was anointed David wasn't just a type A personality when he ran out toward Goliath he was anointed with courage to pursue okay so we, so so I'd like to invite those of you who'd like to just go ahead and take a step to come up here at the altar and I'm just going to try I'm going to close us with a time of prayer for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to give you A, courage to fight and keep fighting B, give you an anointing to be a witness, Acts 1-8, and C, to give you a fresh baptism of love, Romans 5-5, the love of God's poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So if it's poured out in my heart, then it's like, I can keep loving it instead of just always shaking my fist at the news, all right? feel baptize me with love so I can fight right, so I can shine bright, so I can love right. So open your hands right now. Thank you, Lord. So help us, God. Eliezer, you named him. God has helped. And Lord, I see, I declare this company. Eliezer Company. I don't think any, I've never preached that before. Eliezer Company. God has helped and he's helping you now, baptizing you. Baptizing you fresh. Rachel, would you lead us? Right now, you may be filled more directed. Lord, I'm, I'm asking for courage. Let's just camp on that just for a moment. We're, we're good on time. So thank you, Lord. Right now, Lord, I ask for fresh courage to not cower to not be like those around Eliezer who ran away exhausted yet pursuing right now receive fresh strength right now fresh strength from above to pursue